0: To put on the radio. Oh, you've already put it on. (laughs) You're waking up with.
1: Plus Radio. Plus Radio. Plus Radio, Plus Radio.
2: despair we lift our voices to give thanks and praise to the most high there's no way we'd be here this morning if it hadn't been for him so indeed this morning we want to say you are yahweh you are the beginning and you are the end welcome dear friends welcome family to undoubtedly the most interactive and well-served breakfast on internet radio we are so glad to have you this morning and on behalf of all the team of all the members or on behalf of the team and the members we want to wish you um a good morning good morning to you and um, welcome to the plus morning dew on plus radio It's been wonderful and we want to thank you for choosing us every single morning and of course today you chose us to be your partner this morning while we dive into the word of god and talk about issues that pertain to the country the nation building issue that pertain to um, building our spiritual life and building ourselves as so we want to thank you once again for choosing us and once again on behalf of the team we say thank you and this morning we've got a wonderful show what a wonderful edition this this edition is special we've been holding some of the things we would say today or for a very long time but we felt today maybe this is the time this is the time we have to talk about them so of course all um, the segments are going to be run today on the show today we are not going to leave anything out and so um quickly let's do time with the story man because gosh I've, I've 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 taken much of the time this morning we've, we've we've listened to songs this morning We did keepable gold by judy key and um it's, it's it's a song that was requested by someone because i'm not really someone but a couple of people and, and indeed our lord is capable so let's do time with the story man when we get back um sister precious is join, going to join us yesterday we had a very um wonderful and awesome session and even after after the show, the, I, sometimes I really love the comments that come after the show and the comments were amazing. So let's do time in the story man after and um, enjoying the full song um, of Yahweh by Steve Crown and then we get into their commanding your morning, our commander is ready. And then um, we switch into the thing that is much, much needed this very morning. On Plus Conversations, we're going to talk about something really um, pertaining to myself and you. and the whole country you're asking the question that um that pertains to the nation building uh, when we get to, when we get there when we get there we will talk about it sometimes it's something that's really really important so um let's do time man. after um you are your way by steve crown
0: Internet
1: radio station. Plus radio. Plus radio. I'm a member of this really
2: great social media group on Facebook. Some of the smartest, most successful leaders and innovators in Ghana are on this platform. And every day we share ideas, strategies, experiences, and thoughts to help improve our nation. So on Sunday, I someone posted a, a short story on the platform which I have heard before. Uh that, that was when I was about 12, 13 years growing up. And really it made me smile as I recalled the powerful lessons my Sunday school teacher drew out of this story to just one Sunday morning. So um, as I love stories, let me tell you about this story and then we'll have a discussion afterwards. A newly ordained priest was posted to a small town in the north of England. On his first day he, p- he put on his street clothes and hopped on a bus to explore the town. I mean he wanted to know how when the where the town ends and how he'll be able to evangelize and all of that. So when he sat down in the, at the back of the bus, he noticed that the driver had given him 50 pence more than he should have. His first instance was to return the extra change. I mean, I mean, it wasn't for him, right? But then a thought dropped into his mind. Maybe it was a small taking that God is giving him. He doesn't have to return it. Then again, a thought came, came in. This was more change that you were entitled to. Just give it up. Then another thought came in. Hmm... I mean, would the driver really miss this? He decided in the end to keep it. So just as we was going back and forth in his mind with several thoughts coming in, soon it was the end of his journey. So he rose from his seat and walked down the aisle to leave the bus. Just before he stepped off, he paused for a moment. Then he turned to the driver and said, You gave me 50 pence extra change by accident. Here it is. The driver took the change, thanked him and said, Are you the new priest? Yes, I am," the priest said, surprised. The driver smiled and said, "I have been trying to decide whether or not to I to go to church, so I deliberately gave you an extra change as a test to see if you would act like the Christian you profess. Since you just did that, I will see you on Sunday." And with a wink, he shut the bus's door and drove away. <laughs> the priest collapsed on the bench and held his head in his hands for. Several seconds before lifting his head heavenwards. Oh God, he cried, I almost sold your child for 50 pence. Such an interesting story. My friends, who is watching you? Who is observing your life, measuring your smallest move, and judging you by even your least significant choices? I'm sure your answer would be nobody. Wrong. You are so wrong because somebody is always watching. Your colleagues are awake; they are watching. Your friends, they are watching that schoolgirl at church she is watching your subordinates they are watching your superiors indeed they are watching your children they are watching in, and and indeed your children are even watching especially your children they are the ones that really watch when you are driving them to school they are watching you when you are speeding and over speeding because you feel it's too late and you need to catch a meeting they are watching when you use that hard shoulder to avoid traffic they are watching when you did that illegal u-turn because you felt the, the lane was too slow they were watching you when you jumped that red light they were watching when the police stopped you because you jumped that red light and you took some money out of your pocket and just bribed them they were watching they are watching you because they feel you were grown-up so whatever you do is right why else would you do it if it wasn't Oh, and don't think you are exonerated because you don't have any children yet. Other people's kids are watching you. Strangers. People you've, you've never met. They're all watching your every move and judging you by every choice. One day I was on Twitter and I posted something. And someone retweeted it and just came to my DM to say, I've never seen you post this before. And I was, I was shocked at like a wild crowd. How would he single me out? he was watching there's a lady who comes to my church i noticed there a few months ago because I, I normally stand at the back of the church because of what i do at church i noticed there because she was wearing the most striking pair of purple shoes i've ever seen she's never worn them again since but every sunday i still a glance at her feet to see what she's wearing so one sunday i didn't see her because she was sitting in front of the church so what i did i picked the camera to go and take a picture And just as I was about to steal a glance to watch her feet, I saw her pull a gum out of her mouth and she stuck the gum under her seat. With just that one small act, she went from hero to zero in my book. Imagine my disappointment with that small act. So my people, the message couldn't be simpler. Our actions, no matter how trivial, have incalculable consequences on the people around us you always have an audience so s- never stop putting in your best performance i am your story man and i thank you for always watching and listening it keeps me honest good morning loyal listeners good morning ghana
0: your number one, one. one. internet radio station
1: plus radio plus radio
3: His hands are not short That he cannot reach to you His eyes are never blind He cannot see your teeth His ears are day. That he cannot hear you cry Your tomorrow must be greater than today Your tomorrow must be greater than
1: Plus Radio, Plus Radio.
3: For you
2: What is jesus then indeed you have something that is more and even precious than gold this morning um it was quite unfortunate you we are trying so hard to get our commander um um the weather is not a favorable one let's, let's see how it goes but um once we reach him we'll be listening to this is a message that i've been listening to um for some time now and is so cut and so cast in uh, cast and made for a beautiful or terrific Tuesday like this and um it's from our own daddy um pastor Mensah otabe when he calls explicit in the hands of jesus so this is your one. number one internet radio station plus radio plus radio i've
3: got something more than gold my brother
2: so this morning, let's listen to Places in the Hands of Jesus by Pastor Mensah Oterbell. When we get back, of course, the show resumes after what? <music>
4: My message today is very simple and I've titled it, Place It in the Hands of Jesus. Place it in the hands of Jesus. And you may ask, what should we place in the hands of Jesus? We'll find out very soon. Place it in the hands of Jesus. What do you do when you are in a difficult place in life Time is not on your side, and you have very little resources, but a huge problem to solve. You look around you, and what you have is inadequate. And uh, these days, we are all aware of that. So today, we're going to follow Jesus and learn from him. We will examine the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. It is the miracle, uh, the one miracle of Jesus that is mentioned in all the four gospels. Each gospel account gives a detail uh, that helps us to see the total picture. So ideally, it would be great to read all the four gospel accounts, but I am not going to be able to do that just for time, uh, for us to manage time well. I will focus on Matthew's rendering of of that account and and how uh, the apostle Matthew saw the account and the Holy Spirit enabled him to give to us. But I would also make references to Luke's account and John's account uh, in my message. Just before I read the passage, it's important to note that the miracles of Jesus Christ carry both a spiritual and a natural truth. At the base of it, the miracle is a supernatural, miraculous act. But it is also written for us to learn God's principles in it. And so whilst we see the supernatural miracle, we are also learning how God works and its application to our natural life. And so let's read the account from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 14, verses 13 to 21. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 14, verses 13 to 21. And this would form the base, but I, as I said, I will be accounting from the other Gospels as well. So Matthew, chapter 14, verse 13 to 21. When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude. And he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a deserted place. And the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish. Looking up to heaven, he blessed them, broke, and gave the loaves to the disciples. And the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now, those who had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. That means that although we normally call it the 15 of the 5,000, if you added uh, the women and the children, the number was way beyond uh, 5,000. The If you want the other readings, it will be in Luke's Gospel, chapter 9, verse 13 to 17, and John's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 4 to 11. Jesus as you know, was usually followed by large numbers of people. He was a phenomenal teacher of God's Word. Of course, he is the Word of God himself. And so anytime he taught people, had such clarity of the Scriptures that they never had before. But in addition to teaching, Jesus also worked miracles in the lives of people, and people were healed. So on this particular occasion, Jesus is teaching. Other accounts say that he's been doing it for three days, and uh, and the Bible says that he has healed the sick. But this meeting is not taking place in a chapel. It's not in a church auditorium. It is out there in the field. And so, for these number of days, people are listening to Jesus. The sick are getting healed, but the people are getting hungry because uh, they, they they are human beings. They need food to eat. And so there is a challenge presented in this place. And Matthew says uh, in verse 15, uh, verse chapter 14, verse 15, And when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a deserted place, and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves bread. So what was the challenge Facing them at the time. First, there had a problem with the place where they were. The Bible says they were in a deserted place. So they had a location problem. The people had followed Jesus to a place that is deserted. So the location is wrong. Now, many times we have a location problem where you pitch your tent, where you, you you live, where you stay. For almost all of us in a nation like Ghana, there is a location problem because we are considered the least developed of the countries of the world. At, at least our continent is uh, seen that way. And of the least developed in Africa, Uh, we are probably the last but one. I think Central Africa is the worst and we, 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 we top them a little bit. So, growing in a nation like Ghana... Sometimes seems like a disadvantage. The place is deserted. So there is a location problem. And and we may feel there is a location problem. Maybe you think if you were in another country, uh, you were in another place, you would do better. So first, a location problem, place. Second, the time problem. They had a time problem. The disciple says the hour is already late. Time is against us. Time is against us. And the reason they say the hour is late is because this is evening and the sun is about to set. And you know those days there was no electricity. And so you couldn't switch on lights and there was no solar power uh, to give us artificial light. So when the light goes down, sun goes down, nobody works. So they have just a short time for something to happen because time is against us. So there is a location problem, there is a time problem. Time is against us. And if you look at it, they have a big need. A huge multitude. 5,000 men. Besides women and children. Hungry people. They've been fed spiritually. They've heard the word of God. Their bodies have been healed. But there is something about hunger that is not easy to compensate. When people are hungry, you can give them the word of God, uh, pray for them, but hunger has its own dynamic. And so these people, they appreciate the spiritual help they've received from Jesus, they appreciate all the good things, they appreciate the fact that they've been healed, but they don't appreciate the fact that they are hungry. And that's one of the things I've come to realize in life. No matter how well you help people, no matter how you try to help people, if they feel hungry, they tend to overlook all the good that has been done. So these people are hungry. And Jesus understands it. That although I have preached to them and I have ministered to them, they have a hunger problem. So there is a space problem. There is a time problem, and there is a huge need, a multitude. And the resources are limited. Five loaves of bread and two fish. I like how John's gospel renders that. John chapter 6, verse 8 to 9 says, One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five Barley loaves and two small fish. But what are they among so many? Five barley loaves and two small fish. And what are they amongst many? That's the results they have. Matthew says it's five loaves. But John goes into a little detail and tells us the quality of the loaves. And he says there are five barley loaves. Now, why does John say five barley loaves? Because in the days of Jesus, top priority loaves were made from wheat. Just like our time here. Barley loaves was inferior. Cheap quality loaves. So, so what they are saying is, what we have is cheap. is barley loaves. And then we have fish. Two fish. But he didn't say two fish. John qualifies the fish and says, it's two small fish. In other words, the, the quality is inferior. The size is inferior. So you have barley loaves, not even wheat loaves, and you have fish that are small, not even tuna, big tuna uh, a fish. two small fish. And so they themselves look at the resource available to solve this problem and they ask a very simple question. What are they among so many? So they acknowledge what they have and they depreciate it. And many times we go through life that way. We look at what we have in our hands. It may not be barley lows, but it may just be 50 cities. It may be five cities. It may be 100 cities. Uh, and, And it doesn't seem like much. What is this among so many? That's the question that they ask. What is what I have? in relation to the problem I have to solve and the time frame that is against me and the location that is fighting against me. I came to announce to somebody today, God is about to work something in your life, in your business, in the next few months, in this year. What you hold in your hand that seems inferior. What you hold in your hand that seems small. The place where you have that seems to be a disadvantage. The time that you think is against you, God is about to take all this together and put it into a package to work a miracle in your life. And as we bounce back from the hazards of this virus, we are going to be faced with limited resources, time against us, location disadvantage, barley loaves, two small fish. And we are going to ask ourselves, how can we use these? For our nation, Ghana, how are we going to use the little resources and the disadvantages we have? For you as a person, for churches, some of which are not even sure whether when we open people will come back to church. So you look at the little you have. Maybe you are a little church in a small classroom. And you're wondering, how am I going to survive after this? God says, he's about to work something in your life. Yes, the location doesn't favor you. Time doesn't favor you. Resources are limited. They are cheap. They are inferior. And you're asking yourself, what are these among so many? So they propose options. The disciples says, well, Looking at where we are, the time that is against us, and the resources we, we, we have, send them away. In other words, don't even try to solve it, Jesus. Because Jesus asked them, what should we do? And the disciples says, sir, close shop, shut down the business, declare bankruptcy, send them away. There's no way we can solve this. Nothing is in our advantage. That's option number one. And if you have thought of that option, I want you to know God thought of you and so he put it in the scripture that there will be people who have that option. But there's option number two. And that is the option that Jesus gave. Jesus says, give them something to eat. And they look at each other and say, Lord... Do you really understand where we are? We are in the desert. The village, next village is far away. And even if we had so much money and we go to the village, we wouldn't even have enough bakers to bake enough bread for these people. And we are not even sure how much money is required to feed this multitude of people. But Jesus says, Give them something to eat. God will give you something to eat. God will intervene in your situation. The location is wrong, the resources are limited, time is against you. But I hear Jesus speaking from the centuries into our life today give Him something to eat. Give her something to eat. Give them something to eat. God. Is about to give you something to eat. So, two options. Send them away. Don't try to solve it. Disciples. Jesus, give them something to eat. Now, if you were there, whose option would you be if you were in that multitude? Maybe some of them say, well, we think the disciples are smart. You know, they're practical people. So, let's go. And some will say, well, we think Jesus Knows how to solve problems like this, although we haven't seen him do anything like that. We think he can do something about it. Where would you be? Would you say, let me close shop or give them something to eat? I trust Jesus or I trust the disciples. Where is your faith? What is this among so many people? So, One of the disciples comes and says, Lord, there's a young boy here who hasn't eaten his food. He's kept his five loaves of bread and two fish. Remember, this is a small boy's lunch. It's not an adult lunch. So in my mind's eye, I can imagine if he's a lad, probably about 12, 14 He's going to hear Jesus. His mother says, take this bread and take this fish. He didn't have anybody. He didn't have you no know, big grown men in mind. said, so this is a small boy's meal. And they say, Jesus, this is what we have. Jesus is fine. Now let's try to solve the problem. So let's see how Jesus solves the problem. Luke's account in chapter 9, verse 14 to 15. For there were about 5,000 men. Then he said to the disciples, make them sit down in groups of 50. And they did so and made them all sit down. 5,000 people massed up is very difficult to feed. When you see the problem, big as it is, it's difficult to solve it. So Jesus introduced a process. He says to the disciples, there are over 5,000 people here. Let them sit down in groups of 50. So in groups of 50, that probably means if it's just 5,000, there will be about 100 groups. So instead of solving 5,000 problems, Jesus now is looking at it in groups of 50. Hundred or fifty for hundred. If even if you double it, there will probably be about two hundred groups spread out there. And what Jesus is teaching us is, even when you have all the solution, you have to organize the problem. You cannot deal with the masses as they are. You have to organize the masses. You have to organize the people. You have to put them in proper structured groups. Otherwise, your resources, no matter how miraculous they are, will be abused. Jesus knew the full number of the people. Jesus understood the size he had to deal with. So he rearranged the people. They came together as a mass, but he put them into an organized group. One of the things I've learned, and I'm sure you've also learned it in life, is that normally when you break down problems, they seem easier to solve. Normally, it's just it's just, just break it down. Many times a problem looks so big, and then you break it down. As a matter of fact, in, in most mathematical uh, problems, the solution is just breaking it down, breaking down the equation to the lowest level and you have the answer. So the ability to segment the problem. Jesus, the son of God, the creator of the universe, understood that when you are dealing with things that are natural and human, you have to organize it properly. So maybe your problem is huge, but if you segment it well, if you break it down well, if you put them in groups so that the problems don't walk from one group to the other, so that the problems don't interact with each other, but you solve one and solve the other and solve the other, probably it will make you see that although your resources are small, they can work in the large situation. So, it's an important key. Maybe... As you look at all the issues you have, you have to start segmenting them. What is a marriage problem? What is your children's problem? What is your business problem? What is a financial problem? What's a human resource problem? Which one is a, is a structure problem? Which, whatever it is, just break it down and see it clearer. And Jesus made everybody sit down. The days of Jesus were quite close to the days we live in in Ghana, If you don't make people sit down, they will trample over the food you are giving to them. We've seen it happen many times. Jesus made the people sit down. That just shows you how smart Jesus is. And so let's see how Jesus applied the resources. Matthew's account in chapter 14 verse 19. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass. And he took the five loaves and the two fish. Looking up to heaven, he blessed, broke, gave the loaves to the disciples. And the disciples gave to the multitudes. When Jesus was offered the five loaves, two fish, he took it. He took ownership of it. At that time, the five loaves was no longer the boy's five loaves. They were Jesus's five loaves. And this is the most important thing I want to bring to your attention today. Maybe what you have is small. And time is against you. And location doesn't favor you. But you have to learn to put it in the hands of Jesus. Somebody said, but pastor, how do I... Give it in the hands of Jesus. He's not here. Where do I find him to put my problems or my resources in his hands? You do it by prayer. And how do you do it? You totally surrender it to the Lord. And you trust in him absolutely. And you allow him to own it. In other words, once you say, Lord, I give it to you, you don't continue worrying about it. Yes, plan for it, but don't, Be worried as if you must solve the problem. Because the moment you do that, you haven't put it in God's hands. You haven't put it in Jesus' hands. When you put it in Jesus' hands, he is the owner. And you have to trust him. So somewhere in your life, somewhere in the next few days, you have to make a quality decision to take what you have in your hands and say, Lord, I don't even know how big this is. What is this among so many? But I place it in your hands. I trust you with it. And from today, I refuse to be anxious and I refuse to worry. Because it is in your hands. My five loaves and my two fish are not your five loaves and two fish. You have to give it to him. You have to give it to him. You have to trust him with it. And you have to do it in prayer. And when you do it in prayer, it has to be a commitment That is real. Don't put it in his hands and go and take it tomorrow morning. Put it in his hands and take it tomorrow morning. When you put it in his hands, learn to trust him. And say that in prayer. Commit it to him in prayer. So, Jesus took ownership of it because it was given to him. Then he blessed it. He blessed it. It was small, but he blessed it. To, the word blessing means to celebrate it. It means to speak well of it. It means to set it apart. It means to invest it with far more. And then he broke it. So there is something you have. There is something I have. If you are a pastor... It may be diminished congregation. If you are a businessman, diminished business, goods and services, or resources, or capital. Probably these months of staying at home, you've just consumed your capital. Your working capital is gone. And you have just something little left. And you're not sure, can I start my business all over again? Can I start church all over again? Can I start my school all over again? Can I start whatever you're doing? Can I start it all over again? How am I going to make it again? How am I going to recover what I've lost? But this is all you have. It's not your fault that this is all you have. This is all you have because you are in a deserted place. Time is against you, but God left you something in your hand. What if there was no boy with five loaves of bread and two fish? But thank God there was one person who had not eaten his lunch. For three days he's been holding his lunch. Others had eaten theirs, but this boy had not eaten his. So look into your hands. There is something that has not been eaten, there's something that has not gone, there's something that has not left. It may be a building, it may be a land, it may be some money, it may be a relationship, maybe may be a contact. Whatever it is, it was not eating. It's still in your hands. And you have to trust God with it. It's a radical faith. It's radical faith. It's not wishy-washy faith. It is totally abandoning yourself on the Lord. And say, Lord, this is all I have. I place it in your hands Jesus Christ himself says except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies it abides alone but when it falls to the ground and it dies it will germinate and it will bear much fruit when you put it in his hands it is died from you but alive in his hands and he will cause it to germinate now, I want you to just look at the resource, the five loaves of bread. In the hands of the boy, it was just five barley loaves and two fish, very limited and inferior. In your hands, it's limited inferior. In the hands of the boy, it's in limited inferior. In the hands of Jesus, it is celebrated. It is not despised. Jesus blessed it. And the Lord will bless what you give to him. Then Jesus didn't keep it in his hands. He lifted up into the father's hands. In the hands of the father, it transformed from inferior limited to expensive unlimited. Then Jesus took it back and he released it in the disciples' hands. In the disciples' hands, it was multiplied, and in the hands of the people, it satisfied. Many times I've pictured what this miracle looked like. The reason why it's the only miracle that is narrated by all the four Gospels is because so many people were there. Thousands of people, they saw it, and I can imagine the people who went out Talking about it, do you know what happened today? We were in the wilderness and Jesus had only five loaves of bread and two fish. And look, he fed all of us. Thousands of people reported that. It was a miracle that could not be avoided. Most of the miracles of Jesus happened to one person. One person at a time. One blind person, one lame person, one mute person. Or a small family. But this was thousands. All not spectating But benefiting from the miracle. In the hands of Jesus, it changed. So I've always wondered, how could it be? So this is what my mind, in my mind I picture. Jesus, the boy has five loaves of bread, two fish. Jesus takes it, it's still five loaves of bread, two fish. He lifts it to God and prays. It's still five loaves of bread, two fish. He brings it down. It's five loaves of bread, two fish. Nothing has changed. If you're looking at it, you would say, Well, no miracle has happened. But he gives it to his disciples, and that is when the multiplication starts. So he gives it to Peter. Peter, take this bread and distribute here. And Peter goes, he breaks a part of bread, and the bread fills up. He breaks and it fills up. He breaks. Andrew is breaking and it's filling up. It's breaking and it's filling up. So you never see the miracle until it leaves Jesus' hands and you start applying it. You start using it. That is when the multiplication takes place. You're not going to end up with one day you look at yourself and say, Oh, look at it. I have a thousand loaves. No. It is when you use those 50 cities, that hundred cities, that little thing you have that God starts the multiplication process. So after you have committed it to him, you've arranged the people. Use what you have. The multiplication starts when you use what you have committed to the Lord. And so they continue going. Continues going. 5,000 people have fed these are men who are hungry some of them hungry for three three days I'm sure they went for second helping and third helping and they ate more fish and more bread and when they saw more was coming they were eating the more and knowing how this society was I'm sure everybody had belly full now when they couldn't leave eat any longer they dropped what they had in their hands And there were an overflow. Twelve baskets. Huge baskets of what was not eating. Wow. Can he do that today? He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I'm speaking to us on all levels. For us as a nation... The little we have, we have to restart. We have to organize well. We have to trust God with it. And it will feed the people. We can have restoration. For big industries, I've heard companies go bankrupt. That is heartbreaking. Sometimes I wish those people knew the Lord and trusted him a little bit more. But they are balance sheet was their faith and they shut down but there are companies that have been reduced to almost nothing who are about to bounce back for families you've eaten all your savings but there's something left god will use it for individuals god will use it For small-time businessmen, you operate a kiosk or you carry your business on your head or you have a tabletop and everything seems to have been gone. But if you trust him, not just a religious trust but a radical faith trust, that you can trust that God will take the little you have and multiply it. If there is any time we have trusted God, this is the time. If there's been any time when we say, Lord, either you or I die, this is the time. And you will not die. You will not die. You will not die in this wilderness. Although time is against you, God will come through with a miracle, a transformation. And so for all these people, they were all fed before the sun went down. Isn't that amazing? Within probably an hour, because if this happened probably around 4.30, the sun goes down maybe 5.30 or 6. Within that time, that miracle had taken place, everybody is fed and everybody goes home. Jesus sends them home with a testimony so radical that all four Gospels Announced it. I believe God is going to give you a testimony so radical that the world will hear of you. And the world will hear of the people who had so little and yet trusted this big God. And he came through for them. Maybe you say, Pastor, are you really sure? My only assurance is in God. I have no capacity to change your life. But God has more than enough. To take the little you have and transform it. I am not preaching myself. I'm introducing you to Jehovah Jireh, the God who supplies, the God who is more than enough. And if you trust him, he will not put you to shame. If you depend on him, he will take what you have and multiply it. So today I came here with a very simple message to you. Place it in the hands of Jesus. That's all. It's small. Place it in the hands of Jesus. You are in a deserted place. Place it in the hands of Jesus. Time is against you. Place it in the hands of Jesus. What you have is inferior. Place it in the hands of Jesus. It is too small. Place it. In the hands of Jesus. What is this among so many? Place it in the hands of Jesus. So, we're going to pray this morning. And I want you to pray a prayer of surrender. Look into your hands, literally. And imagine all that you have your bank account. Most of us can remember the figure to the Peswa because we check it daily. And it's not good. So you remember your bank account. You, rem- you know what's in your business. You know what you have. I want you to stretch your hands to God wherever you are. And imagine what you have. Th- and say, Lord, this is all I have. Lord, this is all I have. This is all I have. And give it to him and say, Lord, from today, I trust you that you take this and use it. In this hard place, in this time of ce- and season of COVID, when even mightier businesses are collapsing, that you will cause me to experience your supply in a deserted place. Let's begin to talk to God. Just pray, pray, and talk to the Lord. We trust you, Lord. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We have very little, but we trust you. It doesn't seem like it can do the job, but we trust you. It doesn't seem like it can help us, but we trust you. Time is against us, but we trust you. We trust you. We trust you. Just talk to him from your heart. Because he hears you. He is your God. Oh, Lord. So our Heavenly Father, our great God, Jehovah, you who created all things out of nothing, when there was nothing, you were And out of nothing, you made the universe come into existence. You sustain all things by the word of your power. You who formed us in our mother's womb when we were nothing but a tiny dot and brought us this far. You who helped us in the beginning to build what we had. Today we take the little we have in our hands and we put it in your hands for every mother for every father, for every widow for every widower for every deprived person for businesses that are being hit so hard we place all that we have in your hands and we say that from today we trust you with it We refuse to worry. We refuse to be disturbed. We walk by faith and not by sight. And we trust you that before the sun goes down, before this year is over, you would cause the little that we have put in your hands to become the source to touch multitudes of people. Glorify your name in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you truly trusted God, don't go back and take it from his hand. It's done. It's finished. It's settled. Just trust the Lord. And he will show himself in the wilderness of your life. Amen. Thank
3: a chip as my water so my soul knows for you
0: Internet radio station.
1: Plus radio. Plus radio.
3: Get pants for water so my soul longs for you.
2: Jesus is more than gold this morning. Jesus is more than gold, just more than any precious jewel you can ever name. And so that was um a wonderful message by Pastor Mensa Utibo and he calls that place it in God's hands. Indeed, all that we are going through, you can only place it in God's hands. And I know that just as you've prayed that the Lord should take over, the Lord should take control we don't go back and lead the lord in everything that we do it's, it's a message a complete message and on its own it's, it's a complete message of of, of the scripture right this complete message of the scripture and i can't say anything more thank you so much this morning let us know where you're listening to us from if you're tuned in i know a couple of people have sent me some messages asking me what you're we talking about this morning very soon we'll be getting into that but this morning i want to know why are you listening to us from if you're listening to us on the plus this morning where are you doing that from how has your week been how let's get into let's get into that let's get into the the the, the, the wonderful stuff how has your week been and then but before that today on the plus conversations right to 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 Amo and uh, mafo and all of you guys i uh, want to have a conversation on something that i've been holding off for a very long time and uh, i've been holding on to it for a very long time but then this morning as usual you know every week you have two shows that are specially designed for you where we leave everything in your hands and so this morning one of them is what we're having yeah one of them is what we're having and then um i know that it's 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 a very sensitive topic that's going on is making rounds everywhere on social media, right? This one let's have a conversation on this video that's out from the vice president and he says um he's saying this. Let's listen to the vice president, right? Um hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not playing. Okay. Let's listen to the vice president right now.
5: I want to just make one point before i said as you all know there are efforts to build a national cathedral it is very very important that we build that cathedral this is a voluntary exercise anybody who wants to contribute can contribute i have contributed and i will contribute some more so i encourage everybody to think about it and let's build it it is not for anybody it is for ghana and for the glory of god
6: uh-huh. i want to
5: just make one point before i said as you all know there are efforts to build a national cathedral it is very very important that we build that cathedral is a voluntary exercise anybody who wants to contribute can contribute i have contributed and I will contribute some more. So I encourage everybody to think about it and let's build it. It is not for anybody. It is for Ghana and for the glory of God.
2: Mm-hmm. as we were discussing this morning, right? I know uh, very soon the guys will be jumping all hoops to, uh, to, to grab on this. But in this moment, the question we're asking is, um, as a country, do you really need a national cathedral? That's one question. so also, um, the other question would be, are you contributing are you contributing to building this national cathedral that we are having as a country right let's ha- let's 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 hear from you let's hear from you this morning when we get to the plus conversation but up next we've got the covid 19 watch coming your way this morning um yeah that we've got a covid 19 watch coming your way this one i've been playing more than gold because this is a song that i really woke up to i really woke up singing this song so let's do uh, more than gold from Judy K and when we are in between the times we'll be doing them the COVID-19 watch
3: I've got something more than gold tell it to the world Jesus is more than gold more than gold more than gold I've got something more than gold my brother my sister Jesus is more your number one
0: internet radio station. Plus
7: Radio. Plus Radio. <laughs> COVID-19. Benfinda aguru kraau. Oye ho. Why dey? Fever nebo power. Abre. Oh do 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 she. Anti-sense. Anti-taste. Umi mi yo yo. Entu didi. Emo ran in denyo code. Entu do me umo. Efe li dizi. Oye Papa. <Pass. laughs> Well you I say baby we come unifya Irogbe gugu, the Africa, grass and baba She so ya suloko corona corona Malam suloko corona Wala we pass corona Me you, Iyah Tito corona So, who no? yeah. we to social distance the that? She not change him. I didn't you not change I I not Mm-hmm. Um, good morning good morning uh, this
2: morning i chance on this let me let me read this article that's um I think it came around two a.m. It came around two a.m. But the summary of the whole article I think is a very long one I do I don't wanna go into that. But the summary of the whole article is that Ghana is set, you know, as as a country we have an ambitious target of vaccinating at least twenty million of the population we have in Ghana. Right? T. Um if you are twenty eight million we, we have a target to uh vaccinate about 20 million at least of the population of the country and that's um at least the plan that the president has laid down if you ever chance on the media um, budget review well um we can only say that the plan is going on because for now that's what we see right but this is the article that is telling us that the system is beginning to fail Mm mm-hmm the system is beginning to fail it's, it's, and it's, this is a, this is a system that is failing that we can't do anything about because now the international community is struggling to even get vaccines so if you go to places like taiwan taiwan uh, they are now producing their own vaccines right taiwan just um, came out with their own vaccines and as a country we don't have a a, a place where we can develop our own vaccines so what I mean what am I trying to say this morning? As of now the president is in Germany himself. He has to go himself to try and then Leo people or get into conversation that will end up in um we getting vaccines for ourselves as a country. Because now Germany is beginning to experience a fourth a fourth, not a third. We are we are in the we are in the Delta variant right now. Germany has passed Delta and they're in the fourth variant, right? Assuming you're not even admitting that you don't even move from three to four, what are we doing? How, how prepared are we? And that is, that's that's something that I really want to talk about this morning because um, according to immunologists at the Noguchi Memorial Institute, the research that I talked about earlier suggests that now we can only live and live very well when we adhere to the safety protocols. When you observe them, that is when we can... We live and live very well because Germany has the vaccine and still they have moved from th- um, phase three of the virus and they are now entering into phase four so please just as we come here every morning to talk about this please let's make sure we observe the protocols that have been laid down by the ghana health service and then the cdc and the world health organization because that's the only way we as ghana can survive that's the only way known to us if you go to the uk players are getting the virus they are catching the virus this, you're talking about people that um have 24 hour service to health care are getting the virus they are catching the virus like nothing so please just as the article um gives us that's the only sure way now the only 100 way we have as a country or even as uh as a as people in this universe right now people as in this in this universe right now is to get vaccinated and if you are like me who have only just the first shot or maybe you don't even have a shot then the only sure 100% way for you is to make sure you observe the safety protocols it's now it's it's black and white it's 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 all black and white purely black and white so please Let's make sure we observe the social distance. I mean, the things that we are supposed to be doing, let's make sure we do them. And that is the only way that we can survive. Wouldn't you want to survive as, as, as a people? Wouldn't you want to survive? If you would want to survive, then please, let's make sure we observe the protocols that have been outlined for us. Consider yourself um, giving some, you begin, you've been given something that's a sure way for you to live that is that is it and this time around you don't have to buy it it's your own responsibility so please let's make sure we do them let's make sure we observe the social distancing let's make sure we wash our hands let's make sure we are using the alcohol-based hand sanitizers let's observe the compulsory 2 meter social distancing rule let's make sure if you want to cough if you don't have a paper towel you have a handkerchief just make sure you cough into your elbow and then if you don't have a paper towel or if you do make sure after you cough into the paper towel you dispose it off immediately and go back to washing your hands that is a sure way that you and i can live and live very well because trust me god wants us to live very well it shouldn't even click in your mind that god uh, whoever dies is, is god's will no if you think the 900 and almost 50 people that's dead, you can't say all of them God wanted them to live. If the whole universe gets to about... Uh, the research has shown that about 20, 2050, we have a double of um, the number of indigenous living in Africa. If we get up to 30 billion or whatever billion or whatever trillion number of people, God wants all of us to be here till he comes. And so please, let's make sure you are part of the god's plan the god's design the design god has made for us to live and live very well you are playing your part and not leaving anything to chance please and also one thing that we can do to make sure we live and live very well is to advocate for it if you meet someone in a in 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 a in a bus and and they don't have that noise marks on maybe they've even forgotten they need to put it on Sometimes people go around, they have their nose marks in their hands, and their chin and they've forgotten it' on their, on, their, on their nose. It's not something we are born to live with. so please let me show you are advocate. If you advocate that a person insists on saying no, you've done your part, you' live your life very well and move on. But you'd help the brother that has forgotten from catching it and spread it, spreading it to everyone in the bus and makes, and that is how we live together as people. Of God's plan. Thank you so much for listening to us. It's been a little bit of a rant this morning, but um, it's all because we all want to see stay safe this morning. Thank you so much for listening to us on the COVID watch. You're gonna be back with a plus wishes very soon.
7: Your number one internet radio station.
1: Plus radio.
7: Plus radio. Why the oui yeah. Banana- there, fever never power, abre. oh, do, 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 in the code do, and Laya usulo corona, malam usulo corona, wala wopaste yo usulo corona. Me ye wo, tebiya usulo corona no. Me ye wo, bayati corona. Si busu corona, shau no smacks si seluko kroma. Mama wuriyefili tu to jeso she a distance wapona no. We'll wash our faces in aye, hand sanitizer to be Man, time, play, play, not safe. Hey, this is the emergency, ma. Emergency, ma, put me in the emergency, ma. Emergency, ma, put me in the emergency, ma. Today, cause I'm thinking of turning 18, I'm afraid. I'm by I'm of for social distance in our wake. They blew to and will have them them. You see, mom, I can move. She Will I today they will distance. No, I catch up, Corona, Corn, and Foy, no, no, Babo. Everybody, low, and the Barayo, Amoko, you know, we're not there, Corona. Nah, oh, to tell her sanitizer, doji tell her, a will be social distance, we are better than a dog. May I think to be as no Corona. once I portion I no afuna do man for vessel and dey ni pamagana my banana come e hwe dido eh yes yeah. <laughs> it na shey e didi if you try exercise na pun no on say corona your no muzuni p your rest you get my first four feeling ginger enye bi ya me p
8: Eh, eh, ça n'a même pas le drame Je veux yon, c'est moi
2: And of course if you're celebrating your birthday today, then a special happy birthday to you. To Mrs. Rosemond Amponsa of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital Medical OPD. happy birthday coming through from your husband mr or director samuel amponsa and also to chief samuel amagashi of the fda um a happy happy birthday going out to you and to my own mother um auntie margaret isaba today marks your 60th birthday and your official retirement from the ghana education service um you said for god and country and then may god bless you and even as you go on retirement may your strength even um multiply may you have uh, your strength go move from one point to another may you may, you, may you be stronger and even uh, more funnier than ever before and so um that is coming from your son clinton okay and also to mrs gladys opening of Kof Town, mrs gladys opening of kofujiya uh and this one reads thank you for all you've done for me and i pray for god's blessing for you this is coming from mame abba Namewa, and of course um yesterday we said this and i'm going to say this again over the course of the weekend we had a um, high my um executive producer on the two one show my mother my best friend uh m- m- then now mrs esther entry uh, and also to uh, mr collins entry they were put together in a holy matrimony and they are now mr and mrs Along, long awaited um wedding it came on, on, on at um jima of the Kumasi tamale road and then we we, we want to thank all of you we want to thank all of you for um, what the love you showed the love you showed, right we want to thank all of you who listen to us we know there are people from my class who listens to us every morning and then we want to really thank you for your um, your love the love you showed your presence and everything they want to say that time and again you've been a source of constant blessing to us we do not take this genuine act of kindness lightly our prayer for you is eternal and it is may god bless your efforts in multiple fold we love always mr and mrs entry especially special shout out also going out to um my the director of Kumasi Jerofix fix company limited um mrs or miss margaret uh edu miss margaret edu Mensah. Oh, um a shout out going out to you I uh, i bumped up into her yesterday and she 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 kept uh, she had a, a complaints down you know and she also encouraged me with some of these things that we do every single morning so special shout out also going out to you and then i think i forget this birthday later of birthday going out to Esther Akosa one of my little sweethearts Esther um happy ability of birthday also going out to you so if you are celebrating your birthday today you are doing it with miss russmone and ponsa of the kolobu medical opd um chief sambo lamagashi auntie margaret isaba who's going on to retirement today and also mrs gladys opening the 77 year old today mrs gladys opening may, we we pray that even as you listen to us this morning may may, may the blessings of, of god rain on you so mightily and so thank you so much for listening to us on the plus wishes if you have any wishes you can send them in and then we'll just um, read them if you want us to play your voice live on on the show too we will just do that for you
8: station
2: so it's now time for inspirational song this morning and uh, when it gets to tuesday like this tuesday is not far from monday so it doesn't really look like um a New day, it's almost as if it's a brother of a Monday, but then one thing that pushes us through every Tuesday morning, um, is grace. Right? It's grace. So, this morning, we are doing grace from Hannah Marfo, and um, she calls this grace. is Adam Adam. One of my mothers is called Adam. So, um, let's do Adam by Hannah Marfo this morning.
0: Your number one internet radio station.
1: Plus Radio. Plus Radio.
2: indeed it's by grace that we are here this morning for anything right um so now let's talk about this let's 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 talk about this this morning over the week over the weekend the vice president had this to say and this morning we are asking questions around it this morning um we are here as usual every time to contribute to the nation, the nation building in our small possible way. So let's listen to what the Vice President said over the weekend. We come to have the conversation around. I know I see the boys on the TL who use um, the last radio Plasma uh, Morning Dew as their breakfast, sending in their comments, right? So this is when are asking the question. Let's, let's, let's do it after the video. Let's do it after the video.
5: I-, I want to just make one point before i said as you all know there are efforts to build a national cathedral it is very very important that we build that cathedral this is a voluntary exercise anybody who wants to contribute can contribute i have contributed and i will contribute some more So I encourage everybody to think about it, and let's build it. It is not for anybody. It is for Ghana and for the glory of God.
2: Uh Let's listen to it again, right? Let's listen to it.
5: I want to just make one point before I sit. As you all know, there are efforts to build a national cathedral. It is very, very important that we build that cathedral. It's a voluntary exercise. Anybody who wants to contribute can contribute. I have contributed, and I will contribute some more. So I encourage everybody to think about it, and let's build it. It is not for anybody. It is for Ghana and for the glory of God.
2: It is not for anybody. It's for Ghana and the glory of God. So this morning you're asking the question, the glory of God, right? Uh, is, it, is it really Um, agents that we get a national cathedral and then if we are building a national cathedral would you cover out money for us to be able to to build because as we have been told by the finance minister retreated by the vice president I think the president to a point is that we have to arise and build just as the Bible says that we need to arise and build so if we are to arise and build are you going to support the movement to arise and build the national cathedral so that is the question and that is the conversation we are having this morning so let's hear from you on the plus are you contributing are you contributing to build um the national cathedral this morning let's hear from you i've seen a lot of people sending their comments um yeah so we will come back to read all of your comments but before that if we are if we are to arise and build the cathedral are you supporting and first of all isn't even really worth it building a cathedral at this time of, of of a whole lot of things happening around us put your voice in and trust us that we will share your voice with the rest of the world. <music>
1: at radio station. Plus radio.
2: Plus radio. Let it be also be known that if you're listening to us anywhere, kindly um, you let you us know where you're listening to us from. I know um, Paul is listening to us from Bukum. I have Madame Mage also um, listening to me in head of this car Thank you so much. There's Venice from China. There's Kalosti. Um, Isaac Watson, this Vex uh, listening to us from sunyane There's all of you. It's all of you guys. This Isibele, this all of you listening to me this morning. And I'm so, so much grateful. This Gamer, this, this um, Alex. It's this, this, this all of you out there. This uh, the wedded couple listening to me this morning. This, Sandra listening to me. It's all of you out there listening to me this morning. And I, I, I am stoked to have you here every morning listening doing their listening and then sending in your comments i see um dietitian who sent me his dietitian has sent me his his long um take on the on 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 the national cathedral thank you so much for listening to us to us Um, jesse's listening um also for um also for Gansa also for jerry yeah also for jerry jerry ganita also doing the listening this morning and we are so much grateful they are doing it also for martin alaji mahama all of you all of you guys doing the listening this morning and uh, it's an honor to always have you join the train every morning to to listen to us <laughs>
0: Radio Station.
1: Plus Radio. Plus Radio.
0: Your number one, one internet radio station.
1: Plus Radio. Plus Radio.
0: Plus Radio. Plus
3: Radio.
5: just make I want to just make one point before I sit. As you all know, there are efforts to build a national cathedral. It is very, very important that we build that cathedral. This is a voluntary exercise. Anybody who wants to contribute can contribute. I have contributed and I will contribute some more. So I encourage everybody to think about it and let's build it. It is not for anybody. It is for Ghana and for the glory of God. Mm.
2: It is for Ghana and it is for the glory of God. So this morning, the question was, um, is it really important or not important? Is it really urgent? urgent? Is it really uh, a pressure upon us that we build a national cathedral a place of worship for god of course we come here every morning and we praise god so is it really important that we get a place of worship a common place of worship where we can all go together and pray to god and cry on god especially in these times of hardship especially in these times where we need to cough up a lot of money to be able to get a single dollar a lot of money to get a single pound sterling is it really important that you get a place, a common place of worship where when people pass on, we, we, we can all go there and then mourn for them? Is it really urgent that we get it in these present times? And also if it is, agents, are you really supporting the course that the vice president has started when he said um he is he has already given and he would give more to be able to support this project? So you're asking the question is it really important and will you give money will you contribute to the shotgun that has given every month or every week or quarterly would you contribute your hundred cities to the building of this place of worship of the world we save so then this is um um the first one that came in right this one came in um it says building the national cathedral is not an act of sh- okay let me let me let me retreat to this okay so he attaches the scripture but i'll attach the scripture at the end of it he says building the national cathedral is not an act of showing how religious and faithful we are to the friends of god what we do with our fellow neighbor shows forth our christian values and beliefs so he attaches matthew twenty-five thirty-five through forty-five it's quite a long one so i will not be able to read it it says um, building the national cathedral is not an act of showing how religious or faithful we are to the fence of god what we do with our neighbor shows forth our christian values and beliefs matthew 25 35 through 245 then um, Akusia says that ah this man not the rich guardians at all he's still doing he's still going by this ridiculous idea while the economy not the tally with the economics hmm, i guess we should forget about waiting for the skyrocketing i guess we should forget about waiting for the skyrocketing prices of goods and services since the economists don't turn into constructor okay so i'll take it again this man don't read the at all he's still going by this ridiculous idea while the economy knows the tally with it with his economics hmm. i guess we should forget about waiting for the skyrocketing prices of goods and services since the economist don't turn constructor and Emmanuel also says i think we should voluntarily contribute for the reconstruction of our roads not a cathedral okay so Emmanuel also chips in an interesting one uh, big j big j says that did we send him to build church or send them to promise church all of them under to promise church all of them under article 71 should use their pay okay so all the members under the article 71 should use their pay to build that church okay so that's from big j and this is coming on from um, clubhouse it says i think we should voluntarily contribute to the reconstruction of Baumia's <laughs> agenda okay and this is according to captain smart 2021 it's coming from i mean i went to my okay i went to my simon it says according to captain smart 2021 dr Baomia is a disguised christian um disguised for vote for that matter but it will backfire pay okay it will backfire pay and this is from julius Otien thomas also on clubhouse she Says the most unthinkable person on earth is dr mahmoud baumia and that's um you know the sense in the a meme, a meme and, and it's it's quite funny so this was the man who said mahmoud baumia was incompetent okay so that was from that's from Roxanne active okay and then um, gaskia Gas gases with a four percent salary increment. We gave Nana four more, and he's thanked us with four percent. We don't have money to contribute to oh, doctor, and that's um, yeah, that's a few ones from uh, Clubhouse. I'm a little bit disturbed about National Cathedral Furore. The purpose of it keeps on shifting. Is it for profit, venture, or spiritual upliftment? It can be both if it's if it if it's well lost, but if we will lose sights for both purposes uh, i'm not getting this one just i'm a little bit disturbed about the national cathedral for the purpose of it keeps on shifting is it for a profit venture or a spiritual upliftment it can't be both it can't be both if it's if it is we will sh- lose if it is we will lose sight for both people's again the fact that the other nations th- doesn't have makes this not a necessity okay that's quite a redo um um if the livelihood standards of most ghanaians are better building the national cathedral won't be a problem and we won't be asking for money because most people will be far willing to donate from their own purses and that is what um israel says again and then um sammy says we are suffering and they say they are going to build the national cathedral even jesus christ fed his followers; he was concerned about the welfare of his people he jesus christ didn't build the church for his followers and um abdul rashid the money you are spending okay um that's quite below belt though and um, as a matter of principle if you don't want to contribute to somewhere like me and on consent but others will send in their donation though okay it says a matter of principle if you don't want to contribute to somewhere like me on consent but others will send their donations though okay this one says freaking muslim with which money someone is asking um you see why i hate african you see why i hate african leaders especially ghanian leaders they don't think about us the little money we the little money we are suffering for we should bring it for a cathedral hey ghanian leaders they don't care about us why what have we done to deserve this leadership um, okay um there are a couple of below belts today There, a couple of um below belts um comments have come in. so um i think we'll try our best to sanitize some of them and then um there's this one says um the national cathedral would surely be built okay that's from um juju kobina says the national national cathedral would surely be built um vb says it's an irrational idea um <laughs> bright James, um am the funny one and then um, yeah um mm, will surely be built I think it's a good idea if you have a national cathedral and then someone says um i've given an explanation to why we need to build a national cathedral i haven't said anything no. okay it's just based on what you have said right now if we get a common place for of worship it will be better but maybe it should come after our roads and wood road accidents are reduced. okay i think um okay but i didn't give any explanation i was just trying to what's the best description okay it says so what capacity are we looking at at building a national cathedral because we have churches who have close to twenty-five thousand 000 capacity so are we going to build a are we going to build okay are we going to build a huge number of seats for all of us to convene at a particular time what are we doing ourselves if we want to if we want to build a cathedral maybe we should look at the cathedral after covid has left because even if we build the cathedral we won't be able to use it okay all right kofi or says i'm willing and i will donate hundreds of this towards the building of the cathedral the cathedral will be built wow that's from kofi or say okay and um daryl says and yet we need us a people to invest in a national cathedral. Okay. Um, covid hit the nation people are dying in poorly equipped hospitals terrible roads to deprived communities but some way somehow the idea of a national cathedral has dropped in someone's head this country deserves to be where it is okay so that is coming from el okay Elom. do we lack like churches in ghana that's what Ajakapita Eli is saying it says do we lack like churches in ghana this prophet should just give us a break if you Another president comes and wants a shrine to worship his gods. Must it be our headache? Do we need a national cathedral before we solve our problems? Posterity will judge you all harshly. Okay, so that's um, some food for thought in there. And then um, leaders who do not believe in God and whose lifestyle doesn't exemplify Christ wants to build us a national cathedral, and we are happy. Religion is used as a subjugate. Uh, is used to subjugate the masses such that even when our leaders loot we don't get angry so that is coming in from michael zebit he says let me tell that one again leaders who don't would do not believe in god and whose lifestyle doesn't exemplify christ wants to build us a national cathedral and we are happy religion is used to subjugate the masses such that even when our leaders loot we don't get angry that's coming from michael Zebet bryal says that and yes the government goes about calling for such things as national cathedral and a mega parliament house which we aren't which aren't necessary at the moment okay and then um, fact, this is koku prometheus he says but i believe we don't think that national cathedral now maybe later but not now so let's focus on the things that are really important and that is coming from koku prometheus right okay Hey, there are a whole lot of them on, on, on Twitter. Well, I hadn't checked. Okay. Kojo Labis is says, a national mocks, a national cathedral, a national shrine, a national museum or a library would take us beyond it. Okay. A national cathedral, a national mocks, a national shrine, a national museum or a library will take us beyond it. <laughs> okay. um, and then, I am praying, says, you can't build a national cathedral on foundation of lies. Let us know the true state of the nation malice otu which procurement laws were applied to select the same uk based architect sir david ajay who won the bid for the construction of the national cathedral to be given the bid to construct this okay today okay all right i'm not willing to donate a kobo for such a purpose okay i think this this is one of the answers we want i'm not willing to donate a kobo for such purpose until they start thinking of how to build hospitals and schools for us i will not participate in unnecessary things like building a national cathedral Mark Jordan says i have a place of worship and maybe um the cathedral will be built next to my house and still i won't be able to get in so i don't see the reason why i have to contribute to the um, building of a national cathedral Ponsa. see the thing is some ghanaians wish to have a national cathedral government buys into that and have donated land they are soliciting funds to build in it it will be pissed if i hear government has used 200 million to build a national cathedral just as i just as i was when they used 30 million to build to buy a pasco okay 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 so the thing is some ghanaians wish to have a national cathedral Government buys into that and have donated land. They are soliciting funds to building it. I will be pissed if I hear government use 200 million to build a national cathedral, just as I was when they used 30 million Ghana CD to buy Pascal for students. I don't have any issue if it's constructed, but I'm not willing to contribute. Okay. Um, Ray Wilson says that why is the government so obsessed? With this national cathedral agenda, and why do they want to build it solely in the capital? Or God can be found only in the capital? Besides, the construction of the national cathedral is even a misplaced priority. Nuru, all the money split today, even if fulfilled, would not pay for the cost of the land, let alone the main construction So, what are you talking about? Um, okay, look, there are so many of them on oh, here yeah. i i didn't even check here okay promise i humbly propose that the national cathedral sites is used for isolation centers and now that um okay now that covid is on the rise let's try and then cut down on things that are that are not necessary this is what promise dumevu sends us this morning um and on whatsapp on a whatsapp let's do one on whatsapp so um ck sends this on whatsapp so now it's no longer than okay so now it's no longer government building the national cathedral but it's people contributing to build the national cathedral who monitors the funds that come in what if at the end of the day the government builds and puts it on the neck of the Ghanaians to see that they contributed for it okay let me take okay so let me take this one again so now it's no longer the national cathedral to be built by the government but then is there people to contribute to build the national catholic what if at the end of the day the government builds it and pushes it to the um pushes to the ordinary Ghanaian and says they contributed towards it so guys this these are these are what you guys sent us. and there are a whole lot of them in here i i haven't um i won't be able to read i won't be able to read because i didn't i didn't know um i i, I know people had already sent replies to this personally i think the national cathedral is a good idea okay this is what kobna is saying i think the national cathedral is a good idea but i think that uh, i think the jubilee house should rather be replaced with the national cathedral it cuts and is fit for that there's so much moral decadence in the jubilee house don't replace the justices with the cathedral okay so this is what kobna sends us this morning so with this morning we asked the question about the national cathedral we ask, uh, yes, it may be a good idea, but in this place, is it agent that we build a national cathedral? And most of you have sent in your comments, but quite unfortunate I can't read all of them. I can, I'm, I'm trying my best to read from people who have not sent um, us uh, comments before, like people like Fe, um yeah, and all of, and all of those people. But then, uh, let's see how we can restructure this topic again so that we can read all of your topics i've all of them if i've your comments and i haven't read them i will read them so don't worry thank you so much for joining us this morning um this morning the story man came your way um we had we listened to the word of god also we did um um wishes we did the wishes uh, of course we also did the covid watch yes we also did a COVID watch and we want to say a special thank you to all of you that sent in your messages the uh, madiba says surely the national cathedral will be built that is coming in from um, madiba it says um, the national cathedral would surely be completed okay so thank you thank you a special thanks to all of you every single one of you that joined that this, that joined that this morning as we had a conversation on the plus. As you came in to listen to us, and also to pray alongside, God bless you so much for listening to us. God willing, tomorrow we are here from 4:30 through to 7 o'clock. On we have um, an array of programs lined up for you. God willing, tomorrow we have um, the journey so far. We, we have the drive. The podcast will be coming this week. Last week we couldn't come in because we all we all were on route to the executive producers. Um, wedding getting hitched so this week we, 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 we will be coming around with the podcast and we have as usual a very interesting topic to talk about this week there's going to be me Ghana on friday there's going to be discussions on the story night this week i'm promising you 100 percent i going to have discussions on the story thank you so much for joining us once again and on this two and a half hour project of creation you have been with me and then uh, i really really appreciate thank you so much other than tomorrow we are going to be here i'm leaving you with a song from kofi kenata he calls this Di Grace. Di grace, this is Grace, this morning I've This morning, we are still the power of grace so let's do kofi kenata's Grace part one and then if you don't hear from me again i'm sure you hear from me going to tomorrow morning 4 30 story of man is going to be here
0: your
1: number
7: one, one internet radio station. Plus radio. Plus radio. I Ah obinie ma kasa ma tuko fi the prison Tarano, man. Ah, loli, shobi. Eh, lupo, ma mu lo so joli tararo obinie ma an ka mi yelo ma mu jojo ma kama sa ma chire ma mi nyo biya mi nyo biya onte o mi ma Mama want you, you put what do you do? I do move that. Was rock was kume musu make <speaking> DJ musu <in> Wey steady mudama su til woni Shall you I do And I did